Hello and welcome to another episode of the Manam Pod. My name is Becca Schoenborn, joined by my co-host, Dustin Dubuque. Hi. Hi. This podcast is being recorded after we were supposed to drop one. Yeah. And oh, coming out late because somebody... It's all my fault. I had to get COVID. During our live show. Yeah. The morning of. I literally cried about it. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know if it's because I was... I mean, I cry about a lot of stuff, so it's not that abnormal. But But my lord. Also being sick for a whole week leading up to it. And I was like, okay, I've had symptoms for six days at that point. So I was really hoping... Like, I I didn't... I did not test for COVID until that day because I had just been home. And sure enough, the test turned immediately. Yeah. Faster than I've ever seen a, an at-home test change. I was like, oh, okay. I guess I'm made of COVID. Yes. <laughs> so I, like, and it was great. Dustin a Snapchat. I was, I was like, I'm so I, sorry. I was at work <laughs> and I didn't check my phone for like an hour. And I grabbed my phone and it had been blown up with notifications right. from Becca and other people. And then a Snapchat. And I'm like, oh, no, this is probably bad. Yeah. And then, yes, it was the COVID and then all the other people that were involved. There were so many things. We promoted a live show and then we talked about it on the podcast and we had all these people lined up. I know. And Becca had to ruin it because she got COVID. Yeah. I had had, um, like six different community event type things the two weeks prior. So really is up in the air where it came from. But it was bound to happen, I feel like. Yeah. So, would you like so, to yeah. plug our next live show, the reschedule? So, yeah, we had to reschedule because of me, um, but now we can order some cool stickers or magnets or something, yeah. which I well, thought about gonna... the day of. I was like, now I owe people now some sort you of treats. Now owe people because it's my fault. We all showed up at the Mabel still. The entire group that was supposed to be there I showed up so at the Mabel to, to have a couple <laughs> drinks because we're like, well, we're going to be there anyway. And it was Jeff's birthday. Yep. Jeff Raleigh from Estela's birthday. Yep. Who we've had on the Everybody podcast. Everybody had a bunch of fun. We did without, without you. So, when is the reschedule date? It'll be November 8th, uh, also at the Spirit Room. Hopefully, nobody's sick this time. No, nobody will be sick. It's the same people we're doing. At first, earlier in the week, I was like, well, if I'm still sick, I'll just, like, I'll wear a mask. I'll just stay away from people, whatever. Take a bunch of day quill and deal with it. And then that day I woke up, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. This is, <laughs> I've had COVID one time before and yeah, that, it felt like, like this. It was like the every day having completely different symptoms thing, yeah. which is what I remember from last time and just being tired for 10, I was sick for 10 days again sure. this time. Sure. But yeah, but I was yeah, like, so oh my God. November 8th, Mabel Tainer Spirit Room at seven o'clock. Andrew and Melissa are talking history's old gossip. And then at 8 o'clock, Ryan and John from Zymergy and Brewery Nonick are doing brewery talk. It's free. Come check us out. We'll be there November 8th at the Spirit Room. That's our plug. We will be there. We will be there. Don't, I don't will be get there. sick. I'll try not to. Well, Lord. In other news, um, in a hilarious turn of events, I uh, took Dustin's old job. You did. <laughs> so you I did. will not be around people anymore as much. Um, I got hired as the executive director of Downtown Menominee. Funny. Full circle of this podcast. Very full circle. Podcast that started under Downtown Monopoly that left because I left. Yeah. And now you're there. There was another person in between you and then then I opened up again and I was like, well, I guess I probably should apply for it. Yeah. It fits all your strengths. You'll be good at it. And two weeks before I our previous director put in his notice, I was like, Oh dang, should I have applied for this job last time? Like I feel like I'd be pretty good at it. And then I got the day I got back from my vacation what his resignation was in my um inbox and i was like oh oops 
Did I do that? <laughs> like, did I manifest that on accident? <laughs> I guess I have to apply. Well, congratulations. Thank you. And by so, the time this drops, you'll pretty much be started. So that's fun. Yeah, I start on... When does this episode come out? It's going to come out in a couple days. Okay. Yes. So yeah, Monday. Yay. Congrats. I've been unemployed this whole week. I took Isn't a week that off. awesome? I was unemployed for a week and it was the best week. I have done Ten pretty... days of well, yeah. doing nothing. Doing whatever I, I want. do anything. I love it. I just slept. I have cooked a lot. I made a really good jalapeno corn chowder. Ooh, that's Last awesome. night I made um, French dips in the crock pot. Oh, French dips are like one of the <laughs> my mouth best. Is watering. French dips Yum. are like one of the best things to exist on the planet. That's one of my favorite foods. So yeah, I've basically gone into full fall housewife mode. Of and course, I'm thriving. I feel like. Yeah, well, you got to go back to work. I know. Sorry. Sorry, Jay. My cooking's about to get lame again. But but like the first month, you, it's pretty easy because you have to. Well, you already know the job somewhat, so you don't get that yeah. big, as big a buffer as most people would get. No, because you don't know what you're I'm doing. I'm going right into winter days. Oh yeah, you got the parade coming up. Mm-hmm. Good luck. So yeah, the parade's fun. That's It'll always a fun, fun day. Yeah. I'm All right. Anyway, I'm done talking we have a about guest. you. We got a guest. We'll talk to Ryland. <laughs> I haven't talked to Ryland in a while. Same. Hi, Ryland. Our Hi, guest. Ryland. <laughs> <laughs> Our guest today is Ryland Erdman. He is here as a city council member, among many, many other things he does in this town and is known for. Welcome to our show. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yes. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. But yeah, so I guess we can just jump in because Becca segue and Becca talked for like eight minutes of the episode, so it's fine. Better her than me. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, we were well. We've had a lot of different government like people between the county and city on. We had like Randy Idy on back when he was here. We've had the mayor on. We've had we just had Sheriff uh, Kevin Big Don. Mm-hmm. We had Chief Atkinson on back when he was the chief. Um, so we probably like, have to have him on again. Probably again, in considering his he is now the city administrator. Um, so yeah, we were just like, well, at some point, I think getting a city council member on, and we know Ryland very well. Um, and you've been on city council for a while now. Uh, just about 10 years now. Yeah, wow. you're like a long-term I was gonna say, member. As long as I have... Like, been around. Ryland's there. He's yeah. one of the people I know, always. As, as long as I have like had a career in Menominee, you have been on city council. So I've assumed that you just have been on city council for my entire life, basically. Was just born into it, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's about it at this point. But I was really wanting to have you on there just because like I... I it was funny recently, so I'm in Leadership Eau Claire. We just had city and like law government day. And I always like... Uh, I always feel bad for, not all the time, but sometimes for city council members because you guys take the brunt of so much stuff. And it's like, these people are just trying to help. Like, like it's like people who volunteer at, like, nonprofits or anything. On any they're sort just of board people of directors. To, yeah, yeah, on board of directors. Like, yeah, you, have, you get a small stipend. But it's like, these people are trying to help your city. Like, nobody's on the city council to ruin like Menominee or any local government. So I'm just like, this will be a perfect time or to talk about. Or maybe they are. Or maybe they are. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> about like what it's like to actually like sit here and do this as pretty much just a citizen that just wants to, you know, yeah. help Menominee. So like, how do you jump into the, how do you jump into the fact of like, oh, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to run for, I'm going to run for this office. Well, it was one of those things I, I kind of realized I could either, you know, keep complaining about how things were going or, you know, be the person that people complain to. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's half complaint department, but also, you know, you get to, uh, if you're paying attention, you get to help people out, you know, because you're one of the people that uh, residents turn to when they're not sure, you know, how or why something's happening or they're upset about, you know, 
what's happening on their street or, you know, um, and they're not sure, you know, who to ask those questions to. Um, and, you know, if you're paying attention to what's going on in the, in the, uh, in the city, you can, you know, kind of head them off before they get upset. And, <laughs> right. You know, just preferred. Yeah. You know, you can look at the city budget and go, oh, in the uh, long-term planning, we're going to rip up your street in two years. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so, hey, we're going to rip up your street. How do you want to see it in, you know, after it gets ripped up in two years? Right. Mm -hmm. Instead of going, hey, why is my street, why can't I get out of my driveway? Right. right. Exactly. Um, and then go, why didn't they make it this way instead of that way? Um, mm -hmm. So you can, you know, get people involved before it's too late and... Um, you know, people really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. um, or you can just, you know, sit back and people complain about you. Oh, well, yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah. That's going to happen no matter small what. Town. It's small yeah. town. Well, the one thing you've always I done. I feel like in any town, any size town. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's your fault that there's 5G. Right. 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 Obviously. <laughs> yeah. You installed it with your own computer. <laughs> yeah. I was personally out there. <laughs> the one thing I always give you, and I'm sure Becca would have brought it up at some point too, is that. I love the fact that so like we bring it up all the time, the what's happening in Menominee <laughs> page that everybody's in. There's 20,000. There's more people in it than that people live that here. live here, which is amazing. As you do a really good job as a council member of like commenting on a lot of things instead of, because, yeah. you know, I, I think that that's a thing too, where like you interact really well of just like telling people like, no, this is why this is the way it is. So if, if you're one of the people on that page, which I'm sure you are, if you're listening to this. And you see Rylan Erdman's name. It's because he's a council member who's in the know. And mm -hmm. he and I was like the fact that you just jump on. You're like, well, when somebody's complaining about why this road's somewhere or why this is happening. And you're like, well, no, this is why it's happening. Because I'm on city council. We voted on this X, Y, and Z. And this is it. Or it's, well, this is your best way of actually going about this complaint. Which is, I think, probably mm -hmm. the... One of the most transparent things that this council does is you going on, not to yeah. give you all the credit or anything, because I know there's 12 other people, but like you going on and like telling people like, hey, this is just what's happening. I think that's a really good I window. I, like it keeps you approachable. Not that putting you, not that being on city council like puts you on a pedestal, but it sort of does. Yeah. I mean, in it, the community. It's, it's really tempting at times to be, you know, snarky and sarcastic. Right. Exactly. And, you know, be like, well, of course, you know. <laughs> Right. Everybody knows that. <laughs> it's like, no, not everybody, you know, not everybody. Obviously not everybody yeah. does. Yeah. Um, you know, be uh, accurate and useful, you know, in, in your mm -hmm. answers to anybody, um, you know, and if you can give them the tools to learn what they're, you know, mm -hmm. it's like you can, you know, look up the definition of a word for somebody or you can be like, hey, this is how, how you look this up Use in the future. Dictionary.com. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, here's... You know, here's your library card. You can go and find out on your own. There's, you know, mm -hmm. there's all these resources for you. Um, you know, you, you don't have to just, you know, be like, well, you're, you're kind of stupid for not knowing. Yeah, <laughs> you know? right. exactly. You don't have to be mean. Well, you know, how it's something against... I've been saying a lot lately yeah. is like it really pays has paid off in my life to just be a nice person. Right. Like just being kind to people and being nice to strangers has really like. It paid off a lot in yeah. like my adult life, and I think that more people need to <laughs> need to attempt that. Like it really, you could, it goes a long way being nice to somebody. Yeah, especially in yeah. that case, like it's so easy to be a keyboard warrior and be like, "You're wrong. Right. Here's all the reasons why." Well, yeah, then it, it comes back to you anything. when you're like, "Hey, uh, I need you know, 
I'm not sure about this and people are give you, you know, people offer to help you out then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's, it's in a small town too. People just hear, it's the grapevine too of, well, this is what's happening. And then they go and it's like, but that's actually not what's happening. Like, I mean, I, I, even I think a year ago when we had Randy, we talked to the Stout Road project and like the amount of listening sessions the city had for people and all of these things. And then people were still upset about that project. It's like the city actually reached out a lot for that thing. Mm-hmm. And, and no offense, who's still, who's complaining about it now? Yeah. Like, like I mean, everything. It was one of the most dangerous stretches of road in the, in the city. You know, yeah. there was an accident, I think, if I remember correctly, about every five days on average. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. My, it, you know, it's, you couldn't cross it's, the road. It's not no. accident free now, but that number of accidents mm-hmm. per year has dropped, you know, significantly. Oh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that costs everybody money, you know. Right. And I haven't really, I drive that road a lot and I have not really noticed that much of a difference in how the traffic operates. I was like, oh, actually, I think it's much easier to get onto that road from 9th Street now. 9th Street to that road. It's lower stress. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I have like a whole runway, basically. Everything about it is so much easier. Like, and to like come on to take a left to go. Whatever Anywhere. direction, yeah, <laughs> any pretty much anyway. It's it's everything about it. I think it every time I'm on the road, I'm just like, this is just proof of that people get really hopped up on something, and, and then the it happens. Who are and you realize paid to do this, yeah, know what they're talking about. Yeah. And, and how long did you guys <laughs> talk about that project? It felt like forever, years, years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But is it perfect? No, no. Right. But still, Could better it than ever it was. Be? Probably not. Would it be? You know, yeah. If we had infinite money, we could made it better. But right. you're working within set budget right and also just with the space constraints too it's you can only do so much without taking people's yards away yep. too it's like you have to and people live right on that road people, which is why yeah. that road needed to be changed because there were some yeah. driveways that are just so tight right there and we have so many cool old houses in this town too yeah. that it would be a shame to see some of those get torn down yeah exactly um what has been like what's your favorite thing about being on council is it like, how big of a time commitment is it, I guess, first? Is- um, it really depends on the time of year. Okay. Um, you know, right now it's, you know, a few hours a week. Oh, okay. Um, but next month is budget season, so it's mm. going to be Busy. much longer meetings <laughs> and, gotcha. you know, a big stack of papers to read through mm-hmm. and, um, you know, and with that, Every department in the city wants more money. So, you know, it's, well, where do you draw the line on, on, uh, you know, you want your potholes filled and you want, Mm -hmm. you know, your tap water to turn on and everything, you know, (laughs) everything, everybody wants everything to work and, and, uh, you know, everybody struggles to say, yeah, I want to help pay for that. Mm -hmm. Um, But, so... Yeah, I'd say it's a, uh, it, you know, probably averages out throughout the years, you know, five to ten hours a week. Wow. It's not uh, still that's not quite a commitment. Not yeah, for people, say. it's not like it's it's just a partial, super part time job that you have. Yeah. That you know, some people contact me being like, you know, uh, where is your office? I'm like, no, uh, <laughs> I, have uh, a cu- I have a couch that I, so yeah. how I read through um, everything. My yeah. home, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not giving you my home address, but okay. <laughs> oh my so please, please don't show up knocking on my door. <laughs> yeah. <your office. laughs> this is my nightmare. 
Um, well, oh, sorry. So yeah, you know, it's not it's not a full time job. It's mm-hmm. not you know it doesn't come with the perks of an office. It you know, like you said, it's a volunteer position. You know, you don't volunteer at a place and get you know all those fancy perks. Right. Sure. What are so you've been on ten years now, and you your ward ten. Yep. Um. So if anybody doesn't know, ward ten is like by the hospital, right? Uh, yeah, basically from, uh, not quite up to the hospital, but, um, basically around the rec park, um, Oaklawn school that like, yeah, you're okay. You're the other side, older neighborhood of Menominee all the way up to, um, almost up to ninth street. Okay. Yeah. So of the 10 years, like what are, uh, what are a couple of the things that you've done? Like, or like, obviously not you by yourself, but like you on council, like have, that you're proud of, like if, if like somebody say like so for ten years now you've voted on all these things or pushed for something like what's one or two things that you like look back and go well I, like I feel like you know obviously there's some gratification in doing this beyond just like helping people setting a budget there must be a couple of things that happen where you're like oh I like I think we had Andrew Marcel on you know the county clerk who was a councilman here was was like getting the chickens like in the city limits or whatever that was like that was were you his... involved in that project yeah I think yeah. of that, oh that really? was just Patrick. Before. That was before me. Okay. I was going to say, for some reason, I have you in my mind as helping with that, but I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah. Just but like that's like his, that's it. the one he holds on to. He's like, he's like, I was big into pushing for that. And like, he's, yeah. he's very proud and of then, that one. What is Patrick's last name? Bile, Bilefist? Oh, From Bilefist, Cedar Yeah. He's the other one who pushed hard for that. Hard, yeah. yeah. That's a popular one still in town. It's like, what, is, what are a couple um, of those for you? Well, one of the things like right when I got on, um, that was on the edge of not happening at all was, uh, stepping stones getting a um, larger homeless shelter mm. um, which now they've added their other other new building mm-hmm. but their first um, you know them purchasing the uh, house next door to stepping stones to turn into um, an overnight shelter mm-hmm. um, that was on the edge of not happening at all wow. and you know people were really afraid of like these people that don't have a place to live are going to be living in my neighborhood like isn't that going to mean that you know but at the same time don't crime's want... going to run yeah. rampant yeah. and right it's like no that you know they just they just don't want to sleep to outside yeah yeah they just, rain yeah exactly you know? right you know we like all anybody can end up in that situation yeah, and i think it's know? so easy for people to it be is. judgmental about that situation and just not having enough but it most people are one I've heard this statistic a lot of places and no to be true too, but like most people are one medical emergency away from being yeah. completely bankrupt and homeless. Yeah, like pretty it much. doesn't take that much to get in that situation in the, our current. But yeah, yeah and also, but like Ryland, I just think of a timeline to 10 years ago. I mean, we've changed so how much. we, the outlook on that so yeah. much in 10 years. I mean, we're like you just mm-hmm. said, they're currently building a whole nother. Yeah. And that's going to have, you know, a community, space in it and is you know gonna it's gonna be more than just a place for people to not be sleeping outside yeah Mm -hmm. you know it's gonna have all these resources to help people you know recover from whatever Mm -hmm. set them back instead of just saying okay well you know here's an empty room of cots for you to sleep on right Right. Um, because you know when you're you know you have your lectern um, you need more than just, you know, an empty room with a cot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
yeah, Stepping Stones does so much more than people give them credit for. I feel like it's not just a food pantry. and exactly. not, I shouldn't say just. They aren't only a food pantry and shelter, but... Yeah. Um, but yeah, like are... one of the other things that is, you know, pretty minor, but, you know, I keep hearing back from residents about is um, Half Moon Park that's on Park Circle. Mm -hmm. um, a couple of years ago, there was talk of not having a skating rink in there, there anymore. And all the residents of that neighborhood were like, but the skating rink gets used <laughs> a lot. Right. You know, right. Taking away that, you know, just to save, you know, a few thousand dollars a year of right. city staff and the, you know, couple hundred dollars in water. Take away our one ounce of joy in the winter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, there's a skating rink at the rec park, but it has a highway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It has a state highway between it and the neighborhood. Right. You know, do you want your 10 year old crossing the state highway to go ice skating? Mm -hmm. Um, and that's part of where local government has its biggest effect is, you know, you live in the community that you're helping mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, you're, you're seeing, oh yeah, if I look at a map, it's really close. Like that doesn't make sense, but you know, you go and stand on the sidewalk and you're like, yeah, no, uh, this isn't, you know, right. I wouldn't we, cross that road. Yeah, yeah. We need, you know, and then you go to that park in the winter and, there's kids ice skating. There's people playing hockey. Yeah, it's used a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a favorite. And, you know, the people that are retired that live there, you know, get to see, you know, this picturesque park with people using it. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, there, awesome. you know, there's things like that where it's, it's you know, you're not going to put it on your resume of help to skate and break. But you go, yeah, no, that that's like that's part of what makes me like living in this community is mm -hmm. these things that, you know, it's not just cookie cutter. You know, it's like, okay, you have your your sidewalk and your street and you know, your power. What what more do you need? <laughs> exactly. You know, you need those things Lots. that make it enjoyable to live here. Sure. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Um so then uh, the other question I had was, well, for and the other, and I'll get into actually the question, the other thing I give council members credit for is getting through COVID and all this stuff with all that too, because I used to feel so, Ooh. so bad. For, I, I know. Like I apparently still have some PTSD <laughs> because I, just I, talking about working between, during COVID, I was like, oh between, God, anxiety. elections and the COVID stuff, I, I remember defending like the council members because so, I was at downtown Menominee during the time and I remember defending because, you know, you had a couple fun council meetings i would say with some raucous folks mm -hmm. that came into the building which whatever their opinions are but still like i i used to like look at you like 12 of you and i'm like gosh they they're just trying to help and like they're just one they're doing this for like pretty much out of their own sake of like caring about the community and you got people just railing these people like mm -hmm. I, I mean that is a that is a probably a group of underrated 12 people throughout the world that that's country that did local governments that had to like go through that and like make these decisions that you're just a person right? <laughs> like i used to right. think that after those couple of meetings i'm just like oh man like these are just people like they're just trying to mm -hmm. help everyone out so i don't know yeah. i just yeah. feel like i needed to say that because i always yeah. think that with like especially the the city council members who are still on that are that mm -hmm. were like through all of that i mean it's not all went away like you said it's a yeah. lot of complaint department 
of but, all the things. But people were definitely channeling their fear and their, yeah. like, yep. the fear of the unknown and the fear of what was happening into any outlet that they could. We saw it at the grocery store. I'm sure you saw it at council meetings. It was just people yeah, were and afraid. What, and it was frustrating as well because, you know, it was really easy to receive that frustration from people mm -hmm. and difficult to, you know, reach out and connect with people and, you know, try to help them beforehand, you know, right? try to, yeah, it's just the, the, the connecting with people before they get, before their frustration boils mm -hmm. over, um, was more difficult because, you know, you're more isolated. And, right. You know, finding out what's, well, and also just, you know, you can't, you know, they, uh, having, having those in-person meetings, you know, you discuss other things before and after and, mm -hmm. you know, you know, it's finding out what's going on. You know, it's the, the whole water cooler talk of like, right. Um, and so not having that happen, um, I felt like really set things back mm -hmm. and made, you know, made everything more work. Mm -hmm. Um, and sort of, sort of burnt everybody out. Right. Yeah. I could see that. Um, then, then you can ask a question and then I'll go back to my other, the other thing you do is I know you're big into like, we're talking history off mic. You're big into that type of stuff and preservation cause you're on the preservation commission too. Yep. Um, which you will now be on. Yay, Becca. You get oh, to work yeah. with Becca now. Mm -hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about that. I know you're, that's a big passion of yours of like just preserving the history of the town. Um, so. Yeah. Um, well, and that's one of those things that, you know, um, people do get frustrated about as well of like you know why did this old building get torn down and so you know we have yeah because you were on council for the lead drugstore i'm assuming building yeah 503 that was another thing we don't have to talk about that <laughs> so don't talk about that because yeah, we that was we'll my, be here. my covid response was the yeah. same response we'll, be, a, we'll, that. we'll, we'll be, a, we'll be here for that's a whole nother podcast <laughs> so can, can it be a, a double yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> um, we have to do a full live show for that one. yeah so menominee has a historic district which is recognized by the uh um wisconsin state historic um I can't think of what it's called either. And the Department of Interior, which is part of the what, Federal Parks yeah. Department. Yep. But basically, they kind of overshadow to, to give that local control for local historic buildings. Um, you know, so the state and federal government doesn't really have any, have their hands on it at all. Um, but uh, give the local control to... to protection of those historic buildings um but part of one of the frustrating things is property owners have to opt in and so you know if you're not already part of it and you have a historic building and you want to tear down your historic building well if you haven't opted in it's not oh, protected um yeah. but the advantage of it is you get federal and state tax breaks you get you know, opportunity for grants. Um, you get um, all these state resources of um, help from uh, architects and uh, designers and so on at the state level. So, you know, if you have this historic building that needs help, you can ask the State Historic Society to 
um, help you out with figuring, you know, engineering to make sure your building, you know, is structurally sound and with, uh, you know, design of the outside to, to bring it back to, you know, what is more mm -hmm. historically appropriate instead of, you know, potentially painted brick or, you know, whatever facade somebody put on in the seventies mm -hmm. of, you know, it's, um, you have that, those resources there, but, uh, people sort of get afraid when they say, well, somebody's going to tell me what I can or can't do. Mm -hmm. Um, but the purpose of the, uh, historic preservation commission is to, you know, the primary goal is to preserve the integrity of, mm -hmm. to preserve that building. Um, the building we want to be here longer than you. Yes. Right. Like that's, that's really right. what the preservation commission wants is, you know, you know, this person's only going to own this building for however long the plan is the building stays for beyond that person's yes, life. You know, or, you know, we'd prefer that you didn't paint it hot pink. Yes. Um, but we also <laughs> don't paint don't, brick. We also don't want you to paint brick. <laughs> Stop because, painting brick. Because painting brick traps moisture in. And when you trap moisture in anything, especially in Wisconsin, then it freezes and everything just deteriorates like a soggy cookie. You know? so, <laughs> It's, it's not good. So, you know, it's, um, so yeah, one of the things with the historic preservation commission is they're there as much as a resource, um, to historic building owners as they are to a oversight. Um, you know, so if any historic building owners need, you know, help or advice or, you know, want to know what best practices are, mm -hmm. um, just ask, you know, it's. Or, you know, if you want to, you know, have questions about, you know, how things work, the meetings are all, you know, that's the thing about local government is meetings are all open to the public. Right. They're all open door meetings. Mm -hmm. You know, um, not everybody, you know, chooses to walk through that door and join the meeting. But, you know, any, uh, any open meeting is you can, you know, show up to or, you know, call City Hall and find out when, you know such and such a meeting is happening mm -hmm. and attend and you know there's pretty much always public comment at the beginning if you have you know concerns about what they're doing or questions about what they're doing or mm -hmm. show up <laughs> and just listen and you know find out firsthand yeah probably would go a long way just just observing and listening yeah, to what actually you know. happens at those meetings and yeah and when are those meetings sorry if that's the plug for uh, city council stuff uh city council meetings are the first and third monday of the month um 7 p.m at city hall main floor um yeah open to the public mm -hmm. yep i go speak there once in a while if we need museum stuff for it's fun yeah i'm gonna um, i'm gonna too now i yeah. suppose well and if you honestly like stuff. it's i remember being at the like it is weird i'm only ever at like a couple a year you know for public mm -hmm. comment you just sit you always learn something. I mean, if you mm -hmm. honestly want to know a little yeah. bit what's going on, like I like, I, I remember like I didn't know anything about O'Galley Cheese Code, and I happened to be at the meeting where they f they f it was the first public meeting, because of course you know when corporations come in, you guys might know six months in advance and don't tell anyone, and I was at the first meeting where it was like public knowledge that oh O'Galley Cheese is coming in, like it's an official thing, and I'm like oh that's cool, I'm like 
I don't think anybody knows this is happening. Everybody's going to know now in the next week. But I'm like, I'm just coincidentally here at the first meeting with the owners and the CEO and all the main head honchos are there to like discuss liquor license stuff. And mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of a fun random meeting. Yeah, right. Liquor license stuff. Again, another thing that that could be a whole nother one. Yeah. That's the only city council meeting I've ever gone to was when the uh, co-op was applying for our beer and spirits or our spirits and wine license or whatever. But there was like four or five other businesses competing for it. It was. Yeah, I'm sure that's a tough one that city council has to deal with. Yeah. The the licensing for. It was interesting. Who sells booze? Everybody wants to. Everybody wants to sell booze. (laughs) Because everyone wants to drink it. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, the city website has, you know, all the meeting agendas and meeting minutes that are from those public meetings. So even if you Mm -hmm. don't attend, you can still see what's what's going on and what's on the agenda and what happened at the last meeting. And, you know, so you can can be one of those people that knows what's going on because, you know. It's public record. Yeah. I think it's nice to know what's going on. I found like the more that I know, although it is kind of a burden to know everything sometimes. <laughs> As, is, yeah, he knows. Yeah, it is. I appreciate like being in the know of the things that are happening. I feel like it's just easier to. Yeah. It's one of those things that's frustrating about, you know, I tried to get a subscription to the Dunn County News for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They did not want to take my money. Yeah. They like it, like my subscription ran out. Didn't get any notice. I just like a couple weeks later, I was just like, I haven't gotten a newspaper in a while. Yeah. Don't they want me to like renew or something? Called them up and they're just like, wait, which newspaper is this for? Do you want to subscribe? Yikes. <laughs> like, well, that's not a surprise. Yeah. Like, okay. Our poor newspaper. So oh I need, gosh, I need, I need so to sad. write you a check and I need to mail it to you. And then you I'm might send out. me a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> do I even have right. a checkbook? But again, again, it like, goes, do I even own checkbooks? <laughs> but it goes back to the thing on the Facebook thing. Like that's the reason why. Like I, I know you've seen me do it. I do it with you and Sophie Doan, who's a curator at the <laughs> Dunn County Historical Society. When you guys are on threads and you comment, and then there's still people commenting below you that don't know what they're talking about, I literally will just tag your name <laughs> and be like, check his comment. Because like they don't know you, obviously. They they don't they read Rylan Erdman. They don't know your city council member. They don't know that you've probably voted on that like X, Y, and Z. And like so they see your comment, they just disregard it or they don't read it. And I'm just like, just check his comment. Look at it. He has your answer. <laughs> it's right. And I do the same thing with history stuff with our with the curator at the museum, who I think is the best historian in the entire city. Mm-hmm. And when people are wrong, I'm just like, Sophie, I just tag her and I'm like, just tell the right answer. Because I'm like, and then when they, they still don't believe her, I'm like, she knows. You don't. This is, this is her career. This she is her career. This is the thing, and I do it with you two on the same That's thing. So I'm not saying you know all of it, but I'm like, I'm like he just doesn't know, and he's like, a, he he will tell you the answer, if not at least point you to the direction. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah. not to bring that up again, but you're a Facebook saver in that group, Rylan, and, and everybody to, knows it. And if you want me to cite my sources, I'll do my best. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not sure how some people made it through school. But, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. All um, right. So we're at the end. Yeah. Where can if. If people want to reach out to city council, do you recommend that they f- figure out what ward they're in and reach out to their specific representative? How yep. do you um, how do you prefer people get in contact yeah, with you, you all? Yeah, you can go on the city website and if you oh the city read it's website, so I'm not sure exactly where all the links are. Yeah. 
Um, oh, it's much better. It's, it's really You nice can find that. the links on this website. Okay. The other one you could not. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if you do the normal, the dumb person thing, go to Google, type yeah, in Menominee yeah. City Council. Yep. It you'll, will bring you to the page. Yep. And there should be a ward map there, so yep. you can look on the map to see what ward you're in. Um, or, you know, reach out to whatever city council member you feel like you know the best or, you know. I don't even uh, live in the city of Menominee. I reach out to you, Ryland. So, I mean, <laughs> exactly. that's what you, you know, do. You find uh, the person you know. that, you know. Yep. I, I don't know any city council member who, if you reached out to them, would just be like, I'm sorry. Uh, You're I, not in my ward. Yep. You've reached out to the wrong person. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> Some vacation responder just, on. Just You're better. not in my ward. Yeah. Dustin, please go away. I can't hear you. Um. No, uh, there's a ward map. There's a list of, you know, the city council members with their uh, email addresses and contact information. Um, You know, a lot of it is their their personal phone number that's listed as well. Um, So you know, don't call don't call them up uh, at ten o'clock at night if you. But uh, you know. Okay. uh, I would hate that. Yeah, welcome. I already don't answer my phone. Though, <laughs> right, so, like, right. I'm but, everybody uh, to yeah, now. you know, sending in the email is usually a good way to get a response. Sure. Um, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, we're at the end. So we asked the same two questions to each one of our guests to finish the podcast, which has nothing to do with what we've been talking about. Um, I'll go first. So what name, name me a movie that you watch that you have an actual emotional response to. Whether it's happy, sad, mad, anything you want, but a movie that you think of that you actually like connect with. Uh, probably The Princess Bride. Oh, yeah. I was just talking Princess Bride to somebody the other day. that's one of the few movies that I can handle watching more than once. Oh, yeah. Most movies I watched once, yep. and I'm like... Well, I've experienced that. I'm done Good with that. For sure, me. sure. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's kind of how I am too. I don't yeah. Watch but it. Princess Bride gets you. I was just telling somebody the other day about that movie and how, because, you know, you, as a Princess Bride person that you've watched multiple times, it's a hard sell to people who've never seen it and, like, see, like, the little bit of it and they're like, this looks goofy. I'm like, it is goofy. You just got to get past, like, the first, like, 15 minutes when it's, like, the setup isn't, isn't my favorite. But once you get into the world, I'm like, then it's, it's smooth sailing to watch. <laughs> And you get to watch Andre the Giant be adorable in it the whole time because he's just an adorable person in that movie. So, all right, good choice. That's a good one, yeah. Um, I'd like to know what good food you've eaten lately. Uh, the uh, Tom Ka soup at Hang's. Mm. Ooh. Oh, that sounds so good. Somebody again was just telling me about what they ate at Hang's, and I'm like, gosh, I haven't eaten at Hang's in so long. I know. I well, always forget then, about it. Now I'm going to be next re- door, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to have to get some. And it's a rainy day. Yeah, it sounds mm. perfect. All right. I know. I always good see their choice. posts when they, whenever they do. Is it spring rolls or something? They, I see their posts for one specific thing that they make once in a while. That's like first come first serve, and I always, I'm always doing something else, or, I'm, or I'll see it hours later. I'm like, dang. Yeah. All right. Good mm. choice. Yeah, that sounds really good. Okay. It's soup season. <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. It's official. Um, well, thanks, Ryland. Yeah, we appreciate you. you being on here. That was great. Yeah. Not as painful as I thought it'd be. Yeah, no, we're easy. I know. We always, simple. That's what we always say. Like, it'll be over before you know it. Yeah, exactly. Just when we start to get into it. Yep. Scott is like, time's up. Yep. Shut your mouths. Yeah. Scott tells us to wrap up He gives up us a five-minute warning 20 times. He actually yep. stopped recording 10 minutes ago. Yeah. yeah he's yeah, surprised at this point. All right. Get us out of here, Brenda. <laughs> 
Well, thanks for listening to another episode of the Manam Pod. You can follow us on social media at the Manam Pod. Um, you can visit our website, themanampod.com, if you'd like to learn more about us or um, read about our live show happening on November 8th at 7 p.m. at the Mabel Tainter in their adorable basement, the Spear Room. I shouldn't just call it a basement anymore. It no, is not a, a basement. Room. It's a Spear Room. Um, so yeah, hopefully we'll see you there. But until next time, we will see you later.